Welcome to the Cool Kids Table Podcast. You can find all episodes of the podcast at thecoolkidstablepodcast.com. Instagram is the Cool Kids Table Podcast. The YouTube channel is the Cool Kids Table Podcast. Twitter is the Cool Kids Pod. And what's the other one? Facebook is the Cool Kids Table Podcast. Uh, jump into DMs. It's always open for business. Let me know what you think. Fabian, we're waiting on you. Just the video. Click, and then we're good to go. Letting this all right. You can hear me all right? I can hear you. Perfect. Let's give you a quick introduction. My guest today is Fabian Ojeda. I had thought about asking him to be on a few times, but I was just felt cool guy. Probably say no, but that's why yeah. it's the Cool Kids Table podcast. And then I saw his post yesterday. Uh, so let's start off with that, a little intro, and then tell us about your upcoming project. Yeah, so uh, first and foremost, man, yeah, I've listened to your podcast a few times, actually. It's pretty, you Thank know, you. it's, uh, and I think uh, that's probably where I drew a little bit of, like, uh, the, uh, what's say, inspiration or whatever, right, to uh, start on my end, because, uh, you know, uh, we went, you know, we, we, we uh, ran in similar circles, but not the same. So a lot of people that you're talking to, I don't know them, you know, I have no rapport with them. But listening to the conversations, I think uh, it's interesting almost every single time, you know, unless you're talking about sports, I'm completely fucking lost. But, um, you know, that's uh, kind of the uh, same format that I want to follow on my end is uh, I just want to have interesting conversations. You know, um, the podcast I'm starting is called The Ignorance is Strength Podcast. Um, that's actually a playoff of a song that I created about 16 years ago, uh, recorded in 2004, and I never mm -hmm. did shit with it. Um, you know, I, I really was into music in high school a little bit after that, um, was in a few bands and whatnot. Uh, but the title itself was, uh, from probably the only fucking book I could stand in high school, which was, uh, 1984, Great right? book, George Orwell. Yeah, 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 and, and, you know, that's a cool line, you know, ignorance is strength. It's so, it's so ironic and whatnot. Um, and so it fit perfectly the, the, the line and, and the song fit perfectly into what I, what I was trying to do is because you know, uh, when having a conversation, uh, you shouldn't be a fucking expert, right? You shouldn't yeah. uh, try to act like you know everything because then you don't know shit. You know, you're only showing how kind of cocky and arrogant you are, um, which, you know, is not to say that I don't have those moments, but um, I just, I basically want to learn about something. You know, I, I put on there if, uh, you know, maybe you started a business, maybe you're really skilled at, at something, maybe you have a unique point of view. That's the con those are the conversations that I want to have. Um, I want to learn a little something. You know, we all got a bunch of free fucking time right now. There's nothing uh, else to do but uh, start new projects. You know, um, I'm starting to dabble into a little bit of music again. I got, you know, my guitar set up and everything, electronic drum set. You know, quarantine, uh, while it sucks ass, it's, you know, it's good, good in other aspects. It's, it's, I couldn't say it better myself. The first week I was going crazy. Second week, I kind of just thought got to be productive. So I did a couple episodes last week and now I got the ball rolling and everybody seems excited because everybody's like, there's nothing else to do. I'll jump on that train. A lot of people that told me no before because of the time or just not their thing. Now they took the time to listen to podcasts because they're tired of Netflix and yeah. you know, just everything going on. So now it's kind of cool to see everybody kind of like the productivity coming out, you know? There's only so many fucking times you can watch the Tiger King. No, dude. I, I, did you watch episode eight? I watched it last night. And I was kind of. Like, it, it fucking sucked. Man. Yeah, they could have done without it. I was like, they would have just left it at seven. We would have been fine. Nothing new they, happened. They actually did a better job on Fox 11 with TMZ. So TMZ did a follow up and it was much better than the 
What's that? That actor's name, the the one that was on Community, the one that did Joe McHale. Joe McHale. Yeah, he's kind of annoying. Don't kind like of, him. Yeah, yeah, I watch it with my brother. Him. Yeah, watch it with my brother. Right away, the odds. Ah, this guy, like, before he even started, you know, he just. It's not for everybody, not for me, not for you. Yeah, so I mean, that thing's a fucking phenomenon, you know, but there's only so much of that you can watch over and over again. So, you know, at that point, projects start to emerge. You know, um, I started telling myself, like, oh, I'm going to clean up this, this and that. Uh, Not so much on certain things. I mean, I did set up my nice little, you know, uh, in-room office and everything. Pretty much put everything I needed uh, to, to work at home. But then again, you know, working at home, there's not much to do, you know. Yeah. I probably work for honestly if if it's if, if it's a very productive day two hours and and you know it's, it's like six hours of just fucking uh twiddling thumbs you know um which i'm grateful to have a job you know i'm grateful that i'm not you know uh being uh let go or downsized or having my hours reduced or anything like that especially because it's very easy to cut uh cut us and 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 cut us loose in what we do you know i, I work in in after school um there's no school right now, right? Yeah. Hence, no after school. All the kids are being watched at home, presumably, by their parents presumably. or by, you know, or by uh, the Tiger King, by, by Joe Exotic. <laughs> yeah, you know, TV. So, good old yeah. babysitter. I mean, that's how I was raised, you know? That's, uh, so it is a good babysitter every now and then. It's a good fucking dictionary and thesaurus, too, because that's where I learned a lot of my vocabulary. Same. I used to, I, people tell me, why do you have this interest in history? I tell them, you guys don't remember that show, His, Historia? I used to be on mm-hmm. CW, like that was one of my favorite shows. A little off topic, but yeah, because I, I mean, I watched a lot of TV growing up. That's why I kind of feel like a hypocrite limiting my daughter's TV time. But I'm like, if it's productive TV, you know, like right now with ABC Mouse and um, mm-hmm. Khan Academy, like, yeah, that shit's cool. She's learning. She even knows she's learning. She's like, wow, I can, I can do um, addition. And I'm like, yeah, she's four. And, you know, she's starting. She doesn't trust me. It's two plus one, two plus two. But the fact that I saw this in class when they were struggling to get this two plus two, two plus three, it's just like, this is more advanced than where she's at. So I'm grateful for that. I think uh, you'll soon be entering the world of, uh, you know, multiplication tables and whatnot. And it's no longer about memorization. Ah, uh, so yeah. Have, have fun with that. That's, that, that. I've been looking at fucking good old YouTube, man. I've been spending so much time on YouTube to yeah. go on this tangent. I spent last night, I stayed up to like five in the morning, six in the morning, watching YouTube videos. And I'm just, I'm not even watching for the content. I'm just like seeing all the crazy shit I could find. Mm-hmm. There's people that are less qualified than me, right? Or than us or than people yeah. listening. And they have woodworking channels. And dude, they're making benches, like the most basic shit. But then somebody mm-hmm. like myself, which is no, int- not, not to like belittle it, but I have no interest in that. You know, I don't, it's not my thing. Mm-hmm. But I'd be like, okay, well, how am I going to make a bench? Let me YouTube it. And I look and yeah. they have like fucking 50,000 followers, um, videos. I mean, what's it called? L- l- views. And then like you check out their channel and they got like 120,000 uh, followers. And you're like, what the fuck? These guys are making a killing and they're doing the most mundane shit. Meaning I was watching this Asian guy make tacos yesterday just because I, I wanted to see he had a 42 inch grill by 20 hmm. yeah it was just like a big old you know this is like I, I kinda, top griddle? yeah yeah I was, I was checking out griddles and i was like finding bigger ones and bigger ones and i was like everybody's like if you're gonna buy the 22 inch you might as well get the 28 They're like if you're gonna get 28 yeah. you might as well get 36 Upside. dude yeah yeah you, you you gotta get it man you know you might as well you never want to upgrade you already have it and so i ran into a, a guy that had like was it 64 inch by 20 i was like what can you possibly do on this shit 
And dude, he would even say, it's a little overkill. Like I only use this corner, but I mean, everybody comes over and everybody wants to take a picture with it. And so he cooks these badass meals, but on this tiny ass corner of this big ass thing, he's making tacos. He's making uh-huh. asada tacos, but he's using the wrong meat. And then he has like fucking 50,000 um, subscribers. His video has like 100,000 views. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I could make this shit way better. Mm-hmm. Look at because his tacos look bland, right? I, I wouldn't yeah. want to do this, but I'm just saying like, how many other of these guys that you watch the video and you're like, oh, they, they know what they're talking about, but yeah. they obviously don't. But meaning this guy, I obviously knew he, he was full of shit. He didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. But how many, he, I, had, he had all those people looking. I'll tell you how I know somebody's full of shit when it comes to tacos, right? This is, there's only one, one proper way to make a taco. And this is indisputable. The one tortilla thing's got to go. It's two tortillas, goddamn yeah. it. Right? It's always two tortillas, corn yeah. tortillas. You do yeah. that flour to- tortilla shit, I already know you're full of shit. Yeah, I'm not yeah, listening yeah. for the rest of yeah. it. You know, so the only proper way to do it, to make a taco is two tortillas, whatever your fucking meat is, and you don't sub out your meat for some kind of soy bullshit. Oh, yeah. Right? Onion, That's... cilantro, salsa, maybe a little bit of lime, you're good. Anything after that, fucking overkill. Yeah, you're doing how the kids say you're being extra. And I agree. I agree. And I was just blown away by the amount because, you know, YouTube is so big, right? And so I, that's one of the reasons, you know, hopefully we talk through this. Um, originally, mine wasn't on YouTube, but then Libsyn mm-hmm. introduced it to the thing. And so I was like, oh, dude, YouTube. I get very, very few uh, views on YouTube just because it's a, it's it's just a still picture. Yeah. yeah, it's a still picture. It's a talk show with no fucking video. So people would just listen to it on Spotify or whatever, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, Google Podcasts or whatever. But then you get those people that do see it there and you get subscribers on there. And I'm just like, oh, shit. These are people that you would never reach out to, right? Because mm-hmm. I would have never put it on there just because I figured it's not a video. And then you see that other people do it. And that's why I kind of meant like, dude, put it out there and you'll get your following. You know, you're a funny guy. I, I was going to even bring it up. You you were the first person I see, maybe because you were one of the first people to start the quarantine. Because when you were on like week, I mean, day six, I was like, oh, shit, my day one is going to be on Monday. But you were the first person I saw sincerely on all of the webs, at least in my personal web of um, quarantine day one. Now everybody's doing it. And I could tell uh-huh. you've been at it because you're like on 20 something. Meanwhile, today. Yeah, 30? 30 today. Yeah, yeah. See, every 30 today is April 14th. 9:48 p.m. and I got people. Yeah. People are on like day one, day seven, day twelve. You know, saw so that like, dude. This guy's been doing it, and they're funny as fuck. I, I congrats on your check. I saw that you got your check. Oh yeah, yeah, I got that Trump money, that wealth, that Trump welfare money, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's really our money, but I, I don't, yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm still gonna use it. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, as far as the the quarantine uh, chronicles, as I'll call it, you know. It's just something funny to keep me entertained every now and then. Uh, a few years ago, you know, I think, fuck, probably like eight, seven, maybe 10 years ago, you know, I did like a daily, like, this is a song of the day. And it would be like, you know, one of the most obscure songs that you probably never heard. But I had it somewhere in my fucking playlist, you know, and it reminded I had to justify, like, why do I like that song? Right. If I'm not able to write, you know, two, three sentences about why I like that song, maybe I don't really like that song. Uh, well you know? said. And so after that, I'm like, fuck, what else can I do? You know, and, and uh, somebody suggested to me, like, well, fuck, you, you do some funny rants. Why don't you, like, do a rant every single day? You now, did that for a year, right? <laughs> yeah, mind yeah. you, a rant <laughs> is, is probably about, you know, two pages worth, right? Maybe a page and a half, whatever. You know, so 
it's 365 days, you know, that's, that's easily over six, 700 pages worth of rants, you know? So I, I got a lot of bullshit going on up there, you know, and I'm able to express it fair, fairly well, you know, verbally. I, I think uh, what happens is I think too fast for, for, you know, for talking sometimes, like I'm able to make some witty points like uh, every now and then verbally, but I, I prefer, you know, writing it out. Um, it, taking my time, kind of, you know, Thinking letting letting the joke savor a little bit, yeah. you know, but uh, yeah, I did that for a whole year. Um, and that, that was really challenging because there's days where I'm just like, fuck, I'm tired. This is stupid. Why am I doing this? But uh, people would, would, would reach out like, Hey, you didn't, you know, post your fucking rant today. I'm like, Oh shit. I didn't know anybody was paying attention. That's the, it's, I, I comparing feelings when I, 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 this started off once a week, every Thursday, dropping an episode. Mm-hmm. It was too much. Got a lot of stuff going on in personal life, a lot of work, a lot of everything. We all do. Right. So yeah. not to say we don't, but I just couldn't do it. So I started doing it every other week. And then it became kind of like, I've talked about it uh, with various guests, but where it almost became like a chore mm-hmm. where I used to, I like this, I'm enjoying it. I, I have fun with this. I'll listen to it and then I'll fucking upload it. And I'll be like, that was fun. People are going to enjoy this. Where I almost felt like sometimes I was like, fuck, I got to do one for next Thursday. And it felt like the, the spice was gone, the flavor. I didn't feel like doing it. And so I took a break and then people started reaching out to me like, yo, dude, it's been three weeks. You know, you said every other week and, and it's just kind of like, oh shit, like, you're listening like yeah dude this shit's fucking fun like i look forward to every week but then you did it every other week and they understand so mm-hmm. to like kind of this is the new blogging you know i used to have a blog back in the day fucking in high school 2005 2006 mm-hmm. a little sports blog about fucking the shit i used to see uh, espn was new to me so mm-hmm. that, you know to me that's the first time we got cable so i was always like watching sports and just seeing oh, this is amazing this is amazing and it didn't grow but it got a good following where it was like kind of nice to see people like kind of appreciate your words, you know, like you said, like they, they look forward to it kind of thing. So now with this, everybody say it's podcast is a new blog. Not everybody has one, but the same thing, you know, some grow fast, some grow slow. This one started off with the bang and it just kind of, I kind of let it die down on its own. Cause I was just like, nah. And now that I'm getting back into it, I'm like, Whoa, dude, like people are out there and they want to hear this kind of conversation, you know? I call that kind of like the crash theory. You ever watched the movie crash? Uh, no, no. I think I know what you're talking about, but no, it, it kind of has almost like a pulp fiction feel to it where you have several different people living, uh, you know, different, you know, different parts of the city. Uh, they don't really interact, but at some point they all cross paths. Right. And so I think one of the main uh, topics uh, explored there was that, uh, I, I forget which character said it was a watched a long time ago, but you know, sometimes we're just kind of so starved for human interaction that maybe we just subconsciously crash into each other uh, just to fucking feel some sort of connection. Okay. And I think, and that's what I, I, I think is up with the podcast right now is that we're so fucking isolated in, you know, this goddamn screen, you know, this six inch screen, you know, all, all fucking day. Some people never, and never leaves their hands, not even when it's fucking charging. That's why you have to buy like 12 different fucking chargers, right? Yeah. But um, I think we're so isolated sometimes that all you want to hear is, even if you're not part of it, you want to hear a good conversation, you know? And I think a lot of the podcasts that do well are the ones that, um, not where it's like like solo. I, I, I really don't like listening to solo podcasts. At that point, you're just kind of self-indulgent and just like self-masturbatory fucking non diarrhea coming out of your mouth you know 
Uh, I, I feel I, the same I, way, but the I, listeners want me to do more of those. Really? Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least my listeners that listen to this show, because the way I've broken it down is like I'll share parts of me throughout each episode. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I have a fucking gangbanger on, I haven't yet. They're kind of, they want to do it, but they're just like, I don't want to lose my street cred type shit. But if I have mm-hmm. like a, a businessman, we'll talk a little business because I've had my own type shit. I talk with somebody that's done a warehouse job. We'll talk about warehouse. Mm-hmm. My friend that's like really into religion, we got into like a, why I left religion. My other friend, um, he's so political, you know, we talk politics. So I'm always kind of just giving them little dabs of what my thoughts, but I'm here like to hear you out. Mm-hmm. And so then when people were starting to cancel on me and just things like that started going on, I started doing every other week. They're like, just release your own episode. Just do your own. You know, you'll do great. And I just did it. And I felt like whatever I did, like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, dude, that was awesome. Do another one. I'm like, oh. what, am, you know, like what the fuck? I don't want to hear myself talk. And they're like, dude, it's really good. Like, I, I want to know more about what you're doing because, you know, I'm doing a 2020 vision. You know, that's where it all came from because people are like, dude, you're trying to better yourself. You're trying to be a better person. Mm-hmm. And you're not just talking about it. Like you're actually doing it. You're doing these things. We follow, we follow you on the medias. We see what you're doing. You know, you, I do like a lot of behind the scenes work. Like where I'll be like the other day, I did a five hour episode and then I did five hours. I didn't edit it, but I had to figure out a way how to make a, I don't know how big that fucking file was, mm-hmm. but it was way too much for even Libsyn. Yeah. So I had to compress it and compress it and compress it. So I was up to like six in the morning and they saw the whole thing, me doing it. So then when the episode came out, we're like, dude, Audio quality is great. Things that I don't even consider, I'm just kind of like, yeah, as long as they can hear it, they won't complain because they're not looking, they're not here for the, the Joe Rogan studio. You know, obviously they see right. me, they see me on the fucking $50 microphone with fucking the earbuds that came with my phone. So they know it's like, I'm, it's about the people I have on like yourself. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of appreciate that. Like, you know, the struggle when I, 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 I bought the equipment, I let them know, like, well, these two little pieces are going to allow me to get this onto multiple things and not just be on fucking Bonle, like Spotify. You know, this will allow me to be two different, whatever. And then Libsyn, you know, I, I explained this all to them. So you, they kind of get a report with you. you get me? Even though you don't know them and they really yeah. don't know you. Right. They only know what you share. They do have that connection with you where they're like, hey, man, uh, remember you said you were going to do this? Did you end up doing it? like, oh, yeah, I did. Like, and they're like, oh, cool, man. I was rooting for you type shit, you know, like, oh, you know. So just something to consider because I always tell myself, I don't, I don't want to do any solo episodes, but going forward, it's going to be every two weeks, a podcast, right? Right now during the, the Rona, I'm going to be releasing like maybe two a week, one of these, and then uh, uh, a Zoom party as I call it. Tomorrow, there will be nine other people in here and mm-hmm. I'll just, whoever wants to come on and that'll be recorded and uploaded. And then once it's all over and we all get back to our new normal, I'm going to record two a month. Hopefully I get two people, but if not, I might have to do one on my own just to keep that steady, steady. And that's what I was going to tell you. Make sure you have a release date and you try to stay consistent. If it's yeah. Every 15th, let it be every 15th. If it's the first and the 15th, if it's every other Tuesday, if it's every Saturday, if it's every Monday and Friday, you know, just try to keep consistent because they'll notice and you are that void and, or they'll make that void to fill you in. Like when I release on Thursday, people will be like, you were my morning drive um, like my audio for that morning drive And when you stopped I started listening to some other shit And then when you came back It was like Well I gotta listen to that first And then now it was option B Even though before They didn't listen to podcasts If that makes sense so Just try to keep them happy you, you know that doesn't make sense I think uh, you used to release What on Wednesdays or Thursdays What was the day? Thursdays Yeah every Thursday Thursdays That's right Because uh, I, I listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts Right? So you know Stupid entertaining shit Yeah yeah Stories and whatnot But sometimes when they're fucking boring I'm like you know, let me see what else is out there. 
And I think that was the first time I checked out yours when I'm like, all right, I don't have any more wrestling podcasts. Let me check out this dude's podcast. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to start off with, you know, I didn't really know any, anybody at that point, but you had George. I'm like, oh, George, you know, he's, he's cool. I know that guy. And his, his shit was, it was interesting, man. It was funny, you know? Yeah, and so from there, I, I, you know, I gave a few uh, other episodes of listening. They were all, you know, the same, the same kind of quality of conversation, yeah, you know? That's what I try to do. I, I, I just feel like I just, whatever they gave me, I just go back. You know, I'm not trying to push an agenda. Obviously, I'll voice my opinions of what, about what I believe about whatever they're talking about. And I don't know what you're going to do with yours, but I, I am interested to hear it. You know, I have a few people that I listen, like either friends or acquaintances that have started their own podcast. And I'm just like, dude, whatever I could help with, I'll be glad to help. Cause it's almost overwhelming at the beginning when you're like, dude, I got to do this. And then you see, Oh, this guy's on YouTube. This guy's on spot, but it's all a process. You do it once and you're set. Like, yeah, we had issues earlier today with YouTube, not letting us get on there. Like as far as video, but mm -hmm. we were on there. You get me? If we, yeah. if we wanted to proceed, we could have done that. But I just felt like, it's on YouTube. We might as well just have my dumb little logo as opposed to them staring at a blank screen, not knowing if we're there or not. Are they still able to listen to it right now? No, no. We, we left that. Yeah, we left that just because, uh, I mean, I could invite them on here to see this, but then it, you know. Then it gets cluttered, yeah. Yeah. And then some of them try to join the chat and then it's kind of, yeah, let them. But then I don't know. That's why I'm doing the Zoom party so we can have one-on-one. -on -one. And then tomorrow it's, I might even leave for a while, you know go do some dishes, go have some dinner and then just let them. And then we'll see how it goes. It was kind of interesting last week. We did four hours. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking quarantine's got us doing some fucking silly shit, man. And people fucking listen to it. That's what I tripped out on. I was like, well, fuck it. Let me, it is what it is. Yeah. No, but I mean, I like that you mentioned the consistency. You know, I think uh, as far as on my end, what uh, I'm very systematic about things like that. You know, even with my stupid rants, I probably had like, you know, five in a row saved up where they're like fallback. You know, if I don't have anything to say, <laughs> these are my fallbacks. Right. And so I want to apply that same logic to anything I do. You know, um, uh, for, for this, I want to record five episodes to start before I even release anything. Yeah. yeah have five. In, yeah. Have five in the, in, in the back pocket ready to go. You know, and uh, I've already identified, you know, some of the people I want to talk to in there. How, for lack of better words, safe conversations. You know, there are people that I know I can banter with, who I have a good rapport with. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have like stupid inside jokes that maybe nobody will get, but they'll laugh at because it's fucking funny, you know? And from there, I'd like to venture out and see like, you know, uh, go outside my circle. You know, my, for example, my first uh, tentative episode uh, will be with my younger cousin who has some experience with steroids, right? Oh, shit. And I don't know a goddamn thing about steroids other than what's out there in the media and whatnot. Um, I did, you know, I watched like the documentary Bigger, Stronger, Faster, which is pretty entertaining. Um, but he has firsthand knowledge of what they do to you. You know, are they that bad? You know, and how the fuck did he get his hands on? Them, yeah. You know, um, I'm, I, I'm not, I don't know if he feels comfortable talking about it, but, you know, uh, let, let's just say, and before before I incriminate anybody, uh, it's all for entertainment purposes. None of this uh, should be taken seriously. Uh, you know, if he feels comfortable talking about it, he didn't just, you know, buy them and take them. He did other stuff with them. Um, okay. And and if he feels comfortable talking about that, I'm really interested to see how that how that works because, uh, yeah, that's something I I don't ever see myself having an experience in. So I'm I'm really fucking curious. You know. 
and, and that's, that's a great strategy. Um, they recommend it. I, I went with three. I fucked up. I, I should have done five. That's what my brother's going to start a podcast of his own, actually. And I told him to do five. Five is like the good number. Because even people told me, dude, I, I listened to all three the first day, you know, because it's that, that new toy. You know, you, you want to give them that more and more and more because people will find the time, especially if they have that one, you know, that, that already captivates me. Steroids. I just watched the Chris Benoit. What is it? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, something Dark Side. Of Dark Side of the Ring, like last weekend on YouTube. And they were talking about CTE. And I was like, what about all the steroids that are going on? Like, look at Goldberg. He's like 50-something, and he's fucking jacked as shit at WrestleMania. Yeah. So that's intriguing, you know, fucking the NFL with the whole CTE and all this. And it's like, now the blame's on CTE. Ten years ago, it was on steroids. Like, Yeah. So and, and, and I think you know why. It's because it's easy to, to point to steroids and say, like, you know, this is something tangible. You know, we know they're taking it. You know, nobody knew what the fuck CTE was when they were blaming steroids. Yeah, so, you know, it's true. this invisible fucking demon. You know, it's like, uh, okay, if, if it's not the steroids, what is it? You know, I, I don't uh, think that, I mean, I've never taken them, you know. Uh, probably couldn't fucking afford them. <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't think that it alters your personality or mood to the point that you want to fucking kill people. And uh, I, I just don't think so, you know. There has to be uh, underlying from, issues there. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen fucking bodybuilders at the gym who, they're pussies, you know? They're big, <laughs> they're big as fuck, but they're pussies, you know? Because I know because, you know, sometimes they try to fucking monopolize shit and you go up to them and you punk them, right? And they step aside, right? And, 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 and that's just because they, they want to look the part. They're, you know, it's all about aesthetics at that point, you know? So I don't think that, that, that roid rage is as big um, or as prevalent as, as uh, you know, media used to make it seem. You know, I think they kind of... Uh, it's kind of taking a back seat now to, to CT. And I think, yeah, CT is more to blame uh, for, for people lashing out and, you know, committing suicide. A lot of fo- football players that committed suicide, right? They, they, they uh, preserved their brain because they wanted the, their brains to study, you know? Because they knew there was some shit going on up there, you know? Hearing voices or whatever the hell's going on. Aaron Hernandez, that fucking. Yeah. Recently on. Mind of a Criminal, I think it was called. I can't remember what it was called, but it was good as well on Netflix. I don't know, but Netflix is just cranking that shit out. Man. Dude, they're making it. They're killing it. They're killing it. They're, their stock went up when fucking quarantine hit. And, and you know what's funny, though? You see all these people who are like, oh, I hate Joe Exotic. You know, fucking, he's a piece of shit. We know that, right? Yeah, agree. He's, We're not, he's not yeah. a hero. We fucking know that. You know, you what you see is what you get with that fucking sack of shit, you know? And he's, he's, he's unapologetic about it. And that's yeah. probably what uh, people enjoy and that's why he's so charismatic. You know, he just doesn't give a shit, you know, but uh, it's funny because you'll see those same people, you know, go and defend fucking Aaron Hernandez or they'll go and defend fucking uh, making a murderer guy, you know? Oh yeah, Avery. What's the you, name? you know what I'm saying? So it's like pick yeah. and choose. I don't want to hear these fucking armchair uh, uh, fucking detractors and be like, oh, you shouldn't be watching Tiger King because blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, fuck you. It's entertaining. It's, it's you know? a documentary and entertainment at that. I mean, and of course, they have their own agenda. The way I looked at it was like, I came out of it like this was funny as fuck. Like, would yeah. I have watched this during regular time? I think a lot of us wouldn't have. But no. we all got time in the world. I would watch episode one and been like, nope, not for me. I watched episode one and I said, that's just crazy. I watched episode two. After two, I was like, oh, damn, this is heating up. After three, I was hooked. And yeah. the thing is, I came out of that like, I hope people see how fucked up it is to have animals in cages, you know? That's where I came out. Like, even fucking Carol Baskins, dude, she's making a killing 
fuck it. She spent 2.5 million trying to get uh, Joe in jail. So she has money, you know, so she's not rescuing them. She's doing the same shit. Like they like what they try to portray her. Right? I was like, dude, SeaWorld, all of that, you know, blackfish, like the animals shouldn't be in cages. Let them back into their natural habitat. You're not saving them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know enough about that to, to really speak on it, but I mean, one of the things I think they kept uh, going back to is that there's not a wild for them to go back to. to. Go back to. But that's because people are killing them. But, I mean, they either exploit them for money or let people out there, you know? I, you know, I, I, I get it. You know, it's wrong to keep them cages and whatnot. But I, I'm still, you know, from the old school of thought. And if I'm, if I'm a fucking asshole for it, I'm an asshole for it. But, God damn it, I miss, you know, the circuses where you would fucking have you know, elephants and tigers and lions and all that shit. I grew up on that, you know, it was, it, it was, it was something to, to look forward to every year. And I know now in our fucking social conscious, this and that, you know, it's, it's wrong, but I'm like, fuck man, like there's going to be kids. I never see that shit. You know, I was, I personally never went to a zoo like that. The, I went maybe when I was like six or seven and it was like more acrobats, magicians, dancers, like sword guys. There was no animals. So when I went to go see the zoo this past, uh, this past, not even past year, this past like two months ago in January, they had the big, um, like their logo was a big uh, elephant. So I said, oh shit, they're going to have animals here. And I thought nothing of it. And then they didn't have any animals at all. And I was just the same thing. I was like, oh, I guess all this shit's changed or whatever. And I didn't look into it. I didn't think nothing of it. But I just remember seeing like, why would you have your logo with the big old elephant? <laughs> and there's no elephant in the zoo. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a very thin line, you know, because for things like, you know, circuses, uh, zoos, uh, something like SeaWorld, whatever, you know, um, if you were to eliminate all that, you know, who the fuck would ever want to be a zoologist or anything like that, you know, like what's, what's going to spark the interest in kids, you know, at that point, you know, you start to lose uh, any sort of uh, access to it, you know, and again, it's a thin line because people have their feelings strongly one, uh, one way or the other, but I, I don't know. I just, I, I think uh, we, you know, we, I, I, I think that we should be able to, 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 to contain it in, in, in moderation if that's possible. And I don't even know where to start because I'm a carnivore. So how yeah. can I say, Hey, animals shouldn't be in cages, but then I'm over here eating beef, you know, like, or, uh, or shit, you, know? you know, like some people have, you know, X amount of pets that they don't really take care of, you know? Oh, yeah. The times these fucking animal lovers that overdo it, you know, they'll fucking have their, they'll have a deaf, you know, blind, fucking <laughs> cancer-ridden dog that by all means should have been put down years ago, you know? But they fucking keep them suffering out of selfishness. And this, the first ones to tell you, like, you know, uh, zoos are bad or whatever, you know, fucking bad fish, this and that. So whatever, man, we're... We, we, we're, we're always right in our own mind. That's, that's actually something I read today. Somebody will find the fault in someone else, but they'll never find it within themselves. And they're like, and I'm talking about you, you reading. And I was like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, he got, that motherfucker got you good. Yeah. I, was like, well, I mean, I try not to, right? But like, yeah. that's one of the things where, you know, you just got to be socially aware, consciously aware. Dude, don't do what you don't like to see other people do. And I was like, I don't really talk about other people, like behind their back and shit. Because you know, I've talked about it here. A lot of my coworkers at previous jobs do it. And I'm just like, why do you guys do that? And then they come to me and they be like, oh, you hear about something? So I'm like, dude, now I just walk away. <laughs> I'm like, I'd rather not be part of it. Because then they're going to say, I gossip. So let's not deal with it. So to me, it's kind of like I'm seeing these changes in me. 
But then mm-hmm. sometimes I guess like I still judge, you know, I saw some guy the other day when I went to go put gas, um, he was wearing gloves, mm-hmm. he went in there, he fucking whatever, did everything. And then he put the, the pump back. He's fixing his mask with his gloves. Like he's fixing his hat. He's checking himself in the mirror. I'm just saying this cause he was right yeah. next to me and I'm just standing there with my gloves. Right. And I took yeah. two pairs. So as soon as I was done pumping it, closed it, took off my gloves, put on a fresh pair, got inside my car. This guy yeah. like looked at me like, oh, this motherfucker has two gloves. Like I could see his eyes. Like he's like, this motherfucker has two gloves. And then he just went in his car and he was like, kind of like being aware that everything he has, his gloves on, right? Like he's touching his steering wheel. And I was like, you dumb motherfucker. I shouldn't yeah. have done that, right? Like and even if nothing was said verbally, I was just thinking like, you dumb motherfucker. And I was like, Hector, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Like, well, maybe at that point the, the guy just realized, like, well, I just voided these fucking gloves. Yeah. You, know? it's, it's, uh, you can't help it. You know, you're going to do what you're going to do. Yeah. I, I, I try to limit, like I said, but I'm still guilty of it. It's just kind of funny to be, in, be consciously aware of it while you're doing it. Like, I was l- not laughing, but I was just like smirking as I drove out, like, you dumb motherfucker. And I'm like, Hector, you're better than this. Come on, man. And I'm like, you piece of shit. Why, why are you like this? You know, why are you like this? You say you're talking about changing this and that. No, well, that's half the battle, right? Being consciously aware of the things that you're doing wrong. So that's a start. We're, in the, we're on the right path. But yeah. I'm a little bit more mischievous. You know, I like to sometimes uh, play the, the, uh, the, the, the open ear on both sides, man. Not an instigator, but it's entertaining sometimes to hear, you know, people talk shit about each other back and forth. And you're just kind of like, the fly on the wall, you know? I don't even say a goddamn thing. I just listen, yeah. you know? I, all time, I've worked in a lot of offices with a lot of women, and oh. all of them talk shit about each other. I'm sorry, but that's, that's the truth. That's a fact, yeah. Uh, even their, their besties and all that. It's just, oh, especially those. <laughs> it's like, that's why, I mean, I, I learned it, like, the hard way, but when you're like, they'll talk about somebody to you, they'll talk about you to somebody. Oh, yeah. and, and sometimes you're just hearing it. You don't even say shit. And next thing you know, it comes back around what they're saying about you. Like, for reals? <laughs> yeah. Anybody willing to talk shit about somebody else is automatically going to uh, do the same to you. So I don't trust them. I don't care. But sometimes it's entertaining to listen to. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with Facebook. I thought that's what you're going to bring up about. Because a few years ago, I would get involved in the political commentary or whatever. And I was just like, dude. It's not a lot of energy. It's not a lot of time. But some people are married to their beliefs. Like, no matter what you say, no matter what data you hit them with, no matter what you show them, they're going to believe what they believe, and that's that. So it's just like, am, am I going to change their mind? Or, and then I was like, why am I trying to change their mind? So it's just, you know what? Fuck all that. So once in a while, I'll post shit to get, like, a, some feedback. Because I do use a lot of it for, like, my conversations, right? When... Mm-hmm when like Republican friends, I don't have many, but when they'll post something, I do want to read it because I'm like, let me see what you guys are reading to have the belief that you're having. And mm. a lot of times it's just bullshit, but not to say there's not bullshit on the uh, Democrat side, you know, there's bullshit everywhere. But I'm just like, dude, like even in your article, it's saying it's not true with your, the headline, you know, obviously clickbait and all that. So I'll just mm-hmm. kind of, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. And so, like you said, I'll just fly on the wall. Earlier, there was like 45 comments about um, the Trump is backing out or not giving money to, to the, the World, World Health Organization. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, these people, I've never heard them say it in their life. And they were just like, oh, my God, the 
Yeah. Uh, All of a sudden, they're experts, right? Yeah. The, the, the who does this? They were the responsible for this. Oh, my God. I can't believe he did this. And I was just like, I don't know much about them, but I know they fucked up a few years back with the Ebola outbreak. So let me just do a quick Google search and see if that's true. Like, oh, yeah. They've admitted multiple times to mismanaging their money, like over and over. Like, these guys aren't perfect. Whatever. They're trying to do good, right? So I just went back to reading it. And everybody's like, oh, my God. This is... This is from, I call myself a liberal, you know, more progressive, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you guys are full of shit. Like, this is not like fucking. They're not saints. They're not saints, dude. Yeah. Like, this is, I mean, it's, I didn't look into it. Like, I, I read like two articles about it. The one they posted and the one I'm telling you about where I had seen, I had read stuff in the past about the whole mismanagement of money. And then these people were like experts, like legit telling you everything they've done. And then mm-hmm. the other side was like, and I was just like, oh, man, dude. And I couldn't hate because that was me two, three years ago. So I just mm-hmm. said, just enjoy it. <laughs> Don't like anything because I know you were here and just go on with your life. And I did it. And then it was right before dinner. So I was laughing because <laughs> I was just like, damn, dude, like, don't be that guy, Hector. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. And so I was yeah. just dancing and shit. I'm a fucking dumbass. You know? So I started singing my songs in Spanish. And like, why are you so happy? And I'm like, because sometimes when you see who you are, and you see you're not that person, it does make you smile a little bit like, okay, I used to be fucking stupid. I still yeah. am, but I used to be way worse. So I was just like, this. you know, we were all fucking stupid, you know? And I think at some point, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, to be and, old and wise, you got to be young and stupid. Yeah. And I find sometimes when I look at like young people doing stupid shit, I'm like, God damn, why are you doing that? Then I realized like, oh yeah, I did that too. That was us. We just did it in a different way. And we didn't have social media. I mean, we did, right? We still kind of In the did. infancy, you know? In yeah, the infancy yeah. of it. So, you know? like, like now, you know, they got Snapchat in class. There's like kids oh, going to jail for having, I didn't even know that that was a that, thing. Yeah. You got Snapchat nudes like from a teenage girl and then you guys mm. graduate and then, but you, that's called child porn because she was fucking 17 at the time, even though you were 17. I was like, whoa. Imagine. Yeah. Well, both of them are guilty of it. Yeah. But you go yeah. to jail they don't know that she sent that to you when she was 17 and you were 17. They just read your report, mm-hmm. fucking child porn on his phone. And you're like, what the yeah. fuck? So just different times, scary okay. shit. Yeah. And you know, that's something, uh, I do a lot, a lot of, uh, trainings for, for work, you know, work with kids and shit. So, um, one of the safety trainings I did for a staff one time, for a staff one time, uh, in the summer, I had to remind them, you know, you, you really don't want to confiscate phones. Like that's just, that's a big, you know, you know, teachers do it, administrators do it, you know, they take that risk. But as a, as a fucking, whatever we pay our staff, 14, 15 an hour staff member, dollar an hour staff member, you, you don't want to do that. You don't want to take that risk. You know, you don't know what the fuck is on there. You don't know what's going to pop up on that screen, you know, because uh, there were instances before where, you know, uh, there's bullying or whatever. And a staff member just tries uh, to, to make sure that, that they take control of the situation. A kid would be like, oh, they're taking, you know, pictures of me and I want it deleted, right? It's not your job as a staff member to delete that shit because what happens when you start looking through their phones? You find shit you don't want to see, That's right? Yeah. And as soon as you did that, as soon as you did that, you incriminated yourself, right? And now that kid can go and be like, they looked at me in the whatnots, you know? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be in that boat, you know? That's, that's probably the most... Uh, troublesome, worrisome uh, part of, of uh, having uh, kids with technology. I, I, I don't think anybody should have Snapchat and all that other shit 
till they're like fucking out of high school. But good luck trying to stop it, you know? Yeah. And I mean, they know the demographic. They know the deleting. I don't have one, but enough of my friends have it. And they've explained it to me and they told me what it, it's for. It's for nudes. Like <laughs> everybody that's that has what I one. Originally, I, I've never used the thing, right? But that's what yeah. I originally understood. When it first came out, I'm like, isn't that the shit where kids send like fucking uh, naked pictures to each other and shit? Like that's what I thought it was. Yeah, it deletes, and then if they screenshot, it lets you know. So then you don't want to lose the privilege of getting them, so you don't screenshot. You get me? So it'll erase whatever. That's uh, too far beyond my scope. Yeah, I don't understand. No, and, and I'm just like, why go through all that trouble? Like, if they want to send them to you, obviously they trust you. Mm-hmm. They should trust you enough not to to know that you're not going to fucking screenshot or save it or send it to somebody. Mm-hmm. I was just like, that's crazy. Like, I remember. I got my first phone senior year and it was a Nokia mm. and it was one of those bricks and it was for calls and texts and the texts were like, pick me up, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> it was like cool. the most, yeah, yeah. And now it's like, there's, I take my daughter to school. She's in pre preschool. She was in preschool. Mm. And when we'd be driving to take her, I see kids walking like adults walk at the mall, you know, with their hand, with their phone in their hand staring down and i'm like what the fuck like you're going to school like what could possibly have happened in the two hours you've been awake for you to mm-hmm. be on your phone you know like what is i don't get it but then everybody tells me wait till your daughter is fucking 10 and she's asking you for a phone because all her friends have phones somewhere mm-hmm. guess we'll get to that bridge when we get there but it's just technolo- technological advances have changed it in such a short time that some of us still haven't adapted at least myself yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of like uh, social media is stupid, but that's by choice, you know. I for, for the longest time, I'm just like, all right, I'll just have the fucking MySpace back when that was the best thing going. And, yeah. and it was the, the best goddamn thing. We should have all stayed there, goddamn yeah. it. Yeah, then, you know, the, the, the conspiracy that's kind of true is um, everybody was learning the code for free because everybody had their page decked out. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so Fox bought it out, and then that's why they made it shitty because – why would you take such a great thing and just kind of like everything that's great, take it apart so that people would leave it because they saw that too many people, it's a conspiracy, but it is true. They did buy it and they did take everything off. Who knows? Maybe they thought it was going to work, but. That was pretty cool, man. You could have your fucking music pop up every time somebody, you know, gets on your page to see a little bit of your personality and whatnot. You know, now it's kind of all uniform and, uh, but nah, that uh, actually, I think uh, I got my first job through fucking uh, MySpace. How was that? You know? um, so I remember at the time, you know, it was right out of high school. And I'm like, fuck, you know, like it kind of sucks not having a job and going to community college, not making any fucking money, you know. And I'm like, what can I do right now? Like, what can I feasibly do uh, for someone with no experience, you know, uh, with uh, – limited transportation i say that because i had you know the shittiest fucking car and whatnot um but right out of high school you know i got a lot of like bouncer gigs right and uh i shouldn't have even fucking been in those places but it was you know they were paying me under the table they saw i was a big kid you know um and uh i i messaged this guy who was posting about you know uh we need bouncers at this club in long beach and shit and i'm like i i just asked him like hey you know i'm only uh uh, 18 years old, you know, but uh, what steps do I need to take to become a bouncer? The guy tells me, like, can you show up Thursday with the black suit? I'm like, yeah. He goes, all right, just uh, we'll, we'll get you started then. I'm like, well, fuck yeah, man. That pays to be a big fucking Neanderthal at that point, you know? 
like it was it was it was my first job they because uh myspace had kind of like their own little like craigslist section yeah, i don't know if you, I remember, if, if yeah, you remember yeah. that i do i do yeah, and then like i used to get all kinds of fucking gigs when, when we were uh when i was in a, in, in in a few bands and shit so that thing that that thing was the 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 best tool right there for for uh a young social media uh entrepreneur entertainer whatever the fuck you want to call yourself That's podcasting probably would have gone over big on that yeah, because yeah, I fuck, you know, I, I listen to a lot of um, different variety of podcasts, but it's whoever uses what they have available that thrives. Because Kevin Hart, Joe Rogan, Tom Segura, Bill Burr, these are all like huge comedians now, right? And even though they had some sort of name mm-hmm. back then, they used MySpace to their advantage to sell tickets. You know, they would post little clips of them. This was before YouTube. This was before mm-hmm. fucking like the share button. And they would just send it to their friends, like, like you know, your friends. You, they were literally your friends on the, on the website on MySpace. Yeah. And just be like, hey, here's two minutes of me doing comedy. I'll be in your city, you know, come June if you're interested. And don't get me wrong, it was kind of like a minor celebrity hitting you up, but they weren't as big as they are now. Mm-hmm. And they, they grew and grew and grew, but because people was like, oh well, look at Joe Rogan. He has a fucking, he drops a podcast and three million people listen, and he's t- talked about it like. Mm-hmm but I have 3 million people listening because 12, 13 years ago, I was, I had a thousand friends on MySpace and I was hitting up every single one of them. Like, Hey, I'm starting this new tour. Let me know where your city's at. I'll I'll try to get you 20% off on your tickets, you know? So kind of like if you have the technology and use it to your advantage, it could help you out in the long term. Cause now all these guys are huge. Obviously, you know, they're fucking very talented. Mm -hmm. I mean, MySpace was a shit. Yeah, I remember that actually with Rogan because uh, uh, when he took he took over the Man Show with that other guy. Yeah, it's kind of like they're like the B team, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I did. I, these guys, you know, yeah. where's Corolla and Kimmel, I like Corolla. You know? I really well. Corolla has a great podcast too. Uh-huh. I really like Corolla and and Kimmel. They were fucking good. Like they were just. It felt natural, and this mm-hmm. one almost felt like they were trying to like be them instead of being genuine. They were trying to like be like them. It was the Walmart Greater Value fucking. Yeah. Version. Yeah. It was, you know, nobody knew who the fuck they were. And now Rogan's like, you know, one of the biggest celebrities on earth right now. Yeah. He, he hosted three presidential candidates, candidates in the last six months. That's true. That's crazy. And nuts. But, yeah. um, but yeah. Um, so I, I'll, that, the point being, use social media to advance. You don't get to post a lot. I don't really post a lot. I post a lot on my personal, but on the podcast page, I always forget. Mm. It's very simple. Make a, Make a page for your, for your podcast, right? I did that. Yeah. Like, an, like an Instagram? No, you did on Facebook. I saw that. I did right? on the, the Instagram too. And the Instagram, okay. Well, yeah. we'll shout it out at the end. But you could synchronize it. So whenever you post, it's easier to go from Instagram to Facebook. But mm. you could also do Facebook to Instagram. But when you post on Instagram, it'll go straight to Facebook. And if you have Twitter, the same thing. From Instagram, you could go to Twitter and Facebook. So like on Twitter, I have like fucking 30 followers. You know, I, I never post on there but I just synchronized it this week. So every time I post there, it goes there. Same thing through Libsyn. You set up everything. Your podcast will go there. It'll go to Facebook. It'll go to YouTube. It'll go to Spotify and all that. Cause you want to post everywhere, but you don't want to go in there and post individually. Individually. So try to set it up. So you could just post on Libsyn shows everywhere, post on Instagram, your posts go there just cause dude, it is time consuming. You Personally, I get the best reactions when people ask me questions and I'll tell them DMs are like before you got on. I was like, DMs are open. Feel free to hit me up. 
because then they'll message me like, yo, dude, who is this guy? Like, yada, yada, yada. It'd be like, oh, so, you know, I worked with him at, when I was bartending, known for a few years. He's funny on, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then they get to that report, right? Some people have told me, hey, I got a bunch of followers from your show. And other people are like, dude, I didn't notice any friend requests or nothing. And I, if they want to follow people, they do. If they don't, they don't. You know, I don't know how they would feel about it. But they feel they have followed like the business pages that people have had or I'll tell them okay. follow his, you get me? So like follow their Instagram, follow whatever. And then that way, I'm sure people are going to like you. They'll be interested. Okay. Well, let me know what his show's called. Or let me see where I could get his YouTube, Spotify, you know, like my brother, my brother did the same thing. He came on here and he said, he's going to drop a uh, new show. Like in two, three weeks, they hit me up. Yo dude, when's your brother's podcast? I'm like, he's been busy. The whole Rona thing has thrown him off schedule. Cause he was trying to do something similar to mine these one-on-one conversations but he's still um working at his job so he's, he's just kind of taking he's essential we're all essential but <laughs> we just like said fuck that like i i i'm i'm telling you the first week i was going crazy now i'm like dude today is my third tuesday off yeah. the, the listeners know this story but in 2016 i worked from january to thanksgiving right the only days off I had were my daughter's birthday and then that Thanksgiving. August, yeah, I worked seven days a week, I, five days on my regular job, and that's when I had my head business. Worked Saturday and Sunday from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. So it was just, I was burnt out, and then I still work a shitload. And so now I'm like, dude, this is, this is nice. Like, I saw a meme that fucking sucks. It said, this is every millennial's retirement, so enjoy, fuckers. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can relate to the... Uh... That work ethic part, man. I think uh, mentioned it was was that about eleven months or so. Yeah, yeah, just under because that's like the fourth week of fourth Thursday of November. There was a time I think it was nineteen or twenty years old. I was working for a couple of uh, security companies, bodyguard agencies, all that bullshit. Um, I had work every single day, sometimes twice a day, sometimes overnight, and so I counted the days right, and it was five hundred and twenty-three days straight without a fucking break. No, you know, no Easter off, no Christmas off. Yeah. I remember working a fucking rave at uh, Avalon in Hollywood on fucking Christmas night with a bunch of Armenians and shit. Like, that was crazy, man. 523 days That's without, crazy. without a break. That makes my fucking lot of work look like a bitch. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, it is what it is. I mean, a lot of the time all I have to do is stand there. So I'm sure you have to, you know, I'm sure you have to actually work. True, true. But yeah, so, you know, so I've kind of, I'm enjoying it now. I'm fucking exercise. I'm not, I'm fat as fuck, but I'm exercising. I'm reading, I'm writing, I'm working on my website, just kind of trying to stay productive. Cause all, you know, the first week I was like, dude, I'm a lazy piece of shit. All I wanted was time off. Like I'll take a week off, like eventually, you know, and now that I have the time off, I'm doing nothing. I li- that's the week I watched Tiger King. That's the week I fucking, what did I finish? Um, I rewatched The Office. I rewatched a bunch of UFCs. I watched yeah. some. Which, uh, fuck! I watched something else. I can't remember. But anyway, that's a week that I kind of just took off, and I was like, dude, if we're doing this for a month, like, what the fuck am I gonna do? And that's last week is when I started getting productive, working out, uh, mm-hmm. not dieting at all, right? Because we're in fucking quarantine. But I'm eating better. Um, reading writing and i just like it feels good you know i feel like okay if i could keep these habits once i get back to to the real world i'll be all right because i feel even though it's not a lot 
I feel productive and I feel like I just keep this little thing going, you'll be all right because, you know, once we get back to fucking working eight, 10 hours a day, it's, there's no time for these things anymore. Mm-hmm. I think the, what it is, is the mind and the body just get fucking lazy of being, of being lazy, you know? Like, cause I, my sleep pattern has been fucked up since quarantine started. And so, you know, sometimes I'll be lying down like at three or four in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not on my phone. I'm just fucking lying there. Right. But I, I've had naps throughout the day and whatnot, but, uh, I'll just all of a sudden start getting like restless legs and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know, like, and then I'm like, okay, I got to do something. I got to move around. I got to fucking, you know, think of something. Um, cause I'm not tired, you know, like, I, 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 I don't know what it is, but like my, my body at that point craves to, you know, do something, you know, it's like, uh, I can't even sleep. I no bullshit. Uh, I don't know if you know, I, I live in Moreno Valley, which is about an hour, hour, 15 minutes away from El Monte. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I would get four to six hours sleep on average every given, any given night. Mm-hmm. And now the first week I got like eight, 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 ten. Like I was just like, Oh dude, I felt good. Like, okay. This is what rest feels like. And now I do, I did nothing like that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, where I was up for two days and I wasn't tired because my body's doing nothing. Like I was legit just sitting and eating, sitting and eating. So yeah. when it came to, you know, I'd go to bed at three in the morning, I toss and turn to like five, six, and I'd be like, you know what? Just get up. Just get up. You're, not, you're just going to lay here for another two, three hours. Just get up. And I'm like, I can't sleep. And it's, that, that that's one of the parts where I started exercising, right? Burn some calories, like get my body tired. Cause I like, dude, I'm doing nothing. Like I'm legit doing nothing. Mm-hmm. So little <laughs> that my body does not get fatigued. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of staying busy. I mean, now I'm getting seven, eight hours, which is cool with me. That's more than I need. I'm good with seven. And I just feel like, dude, it's going to suck when I go back to, to work yeah. and getting those four, six Hopefully I'll, I'll do better, but um, just looking, I don't know when it'll be, right? It might be a month, might be two months. I'm not really tripping on it anymore. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm going to be broke. I, I was essential, but I left my job just because I felt like we were going to end up shutting down anyways. Okay. And, we, and so I was like, what's the point of me being at risk, you know, for another paycheck? Like mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things, it's not going to move the needle. It's going to move the needle for two weeks, but it's not going to move the needle fucking two months down the line. I'm going to put people in danger. I'm going to put myself in danger. I'll be fine. But fact is, you know, I still don't want to like for work uh, you know for paychecks so i just thought t- I, I thought to myself i have a little one that i still see so i was like you know what there's no point in me having her and then she goes and gets her other family sick you know so just kind of right. so that's why i call myself uh uh essential but illegal i was like fuck it i'll, I'll be fine I'll, I'll find a something another job down the road like i'm not gonna worry about it and that's why now People tell me, like, dude, you were so stressed out, like, two weeks ago. I wasn't stressed out. It was just I was going crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I was never home. I come home, shower, sleep, eat sometimes. Sometimes I wouldn't eat and just the next day eat out while I was out there. And now I'm here fucking 24-7. So I just felt like, what, what's it called? Cabin fever? Yeah, yeah. Where I was just like, dude, this is fucking going. I, I will not be able to do this, like. I have discipline, but this is just bullshit. And I just said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to be here. Make the most of it. That's what your whole fucking agenda has been for 2020. You know, I call it 2020 vision, bettering yourself, bettering the people around you, starting with yourself, right? But people see you do better. So they're like, what are you doing? That type of thing. So you know what? Let's fucking make this work. So I just started going. 
taking it more serious, like the podcast. To me, it's more of a hobby, but I said, right now, this is my job. Let's work on it. I'm not going to work full time, but I'm going to do three hours of work on my laptop and just fucking crank out fucking just, even though it's, to me, it's, I enjoy it. Having these conversations with listeners, you know, through DMs, right now they're fucking loving it. And one thing you got to take into account, I'm, I don't feel like any type of anything, right? Like as a somebody, but you're going to see it. People will be drawn to what you say, the posts you make. People will be like, oh my God, I'm, you know, especially like sometimes I'll get DMs from people I don't know from Georgia, from fucking Jacksonville, from fucking New York, from fucking South America. And they're like, oh, you know, in their head, they're like, dude, I'm talking to this host from the show. I'm just a piece of shit with the microphone. But in their mind, they think it's somebody, you get me? So and just, it's not just, uh, it's not just the horny Indians, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you just reaching out and replying to their DM, talking about episode number nine that they loved. You're just like, Hey man, thank you for listening. Let me know what else you like. Let me know what you didn't like. And they're like, Oh my God, so great to talk to you. And you're just like, dude, I'm a nobody, but you know, they, they appreciate it. So that's my job right now. You know, just kind of DMing them back, uh, having conversations with them because it's, to me, it's cool. But it's not like something that I plan on doing forever. Let me ask you something real quick. Did you ever like uh, think of monetizing it or or like uh, having some sort of a sponsor? I think you might have mentioned that on one episode, but like you turned it down or something. Yeah, uh, because I mean, if it ever gets there, I will. But you got to hit a certain plateau where like consistently, you know, because my episodes depends on who I bring on, depends, you know, the mood of the week. Like right now, quarantine, everybody's listening to everything all the episodes are like getting re-listened to again. But the thing is, there's some episodes that come up, come down. Some weeks were like around holidays, no matter who you have on, they're going to go down the the Mm -hmm. next week. They'll listen. They'll go back and listen, but you just gotta, they go by the first 30 days. How many listens you get in the first 30 days. Yeah. And my thing is, I don't want to start filling up with ads, even though people could skip through it and all that until Mm -hmm. I feel like it's worth it. You know, like right now, I always said when I will do that personally is when I could afford to take a day off when this is making enough money for me to take a day off of, of work where I could just be like, you know, Mondays or Wednesdays is my day for podcasting. I'm, I'm making the amount I make at work here. Uh-huh. I'll do it. And so I, I will, if it comes up, but for the time being, I don't want to just do it just for the sake of making 30, 40 bucks. You know, I want to make sure it's something that it's, and something like a good sponsor, something that I actually yeah. want to endorse, not just some bullshit that's paying for a mug, you know, for a coffee. I want something hey, that, I, that I'll stand behind. Well, you know, uh, they fucking give me money to, to hawk some fucking nut shaver or whatever. I'll do it. I don't give a <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? No, like, yeah, if I'm going to use it, yeah. But I mean, what I'm not going to. Um, what's big right now on podcast? Manscaped? Manscaped. Manscaped. Yeah. But um, I mean, so definitely something I, I've thought about. Um, I don't think I'm there yet. Just being honest with myself, being honest with the listeners in time. I think people have asked me, do you think you'll get there? I, I think so. Just because gradually over time, you know, it'll get to the point where it's like that, but I don't make that my goal. You know, I just, I, I, this is the fun part, you know, the conversations, different perspectives. And I feel like the genuineness through that, like they could hear it, even though they don't see us, they could hear it. And they know that I'm interested in what I'm talking about interested in who I'm talking about talking with and so I think over time that's why it's grown the way it has because at the beginning it was all my friends right it was all my friends and then their friends but then it just kind of grew on its own and to me it's kind of humbling 
but at the same time, I'm kind of aware that it's not a show about me. It's mm-hmm. just, I'm just only constant, but it's not about me. It's about the people I bring on. That's why I was, you know, I've told you, I don't like doing those solo. I call them solo cholo. I don't like yeah. doing the solo cholo because it's not about me. Like I, that's the last resort. Like if I have to, I will, but I'd much rather talk with somebody than like you said, just fucking verbal I'm give diarrhea. You an observation, man. I'll give you an observation. I listened to your solo one, right? I didn't like and, it. And, uh, um, you do this thing when you're talking on your own. If you, I don't know if you're conscious of it, but you start doing the fucking very, very white voice, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So your, your voice is a kind of normal, normal tone, normal pitch right now. But when you did the solo one, it's like, like fucking, I don't know what it is. Maybe it was just like, it's kind of awkward to talk to yourself. It, it is. It is. I, I, I had a couple shots of whiskey before, and then I had a whiskey and a beer next to me. Cause I was just like, it's a little nerve wracking. It really is. It's a little nerve wracking to be like, they're judging on you, you know, like not to say they're judging us, but as far as this being a good episode, it's you and me. If people listen to it, it's you and me. Mm-hmm. If people hate that episode, it's all me. You know, that's, I try not to have an ego, but at the same time, people, people hate on my voice all the time. Like not saying that you do, but I'm saying people told me like, why would you, why would somebody with the lisp have a podcast? Like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I just find it amusing. And you have a, I guess it's a slight list. Yeah, yeah, of people, 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 people dig people. Um, um, what's it called? I am. I'm gonna say something a little unfriendly here. That's white people. Uh, yeah, That's white people. Yeah, the the accent. I guess. Yeah, I, I don't think I. Sorry, have an white accent. people. I love you too, but uh, I, I I find that they usually like try to dig at shit. Like like if you look at Facebook, right, and 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 like I don't know, Domino's is like we have this fucking great deal, right? you'll find all the angry white people in the comments like my pepperoni came fucking askew. You know, it's like, Oh yeah. They, you, you, you know what I'm saying? You call that white people problems, white privilege. Like when, when your pepperoni being a little askew is your biggest worry in life. Like <laughs> you got a pretty good life, man. I mean, shit, you, you know, you got to straighten up that pepperoni sometimes, man. Fucking can't have a skew pepperoni. It's, 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 I mean, it's, we're all guilty of it. Right. Last time I forgot what I was complaining about. I I don't order off Amazon, right? Very rarely. And I forgot what I ordered. And this is before the... you don't order off a wish, man. Oh. (laughs) Trying to get some of that fucking... You see some of the fucked up ads on there? Yeah, dude, that shit is funny. I'm like, how the fuck did you generate this bullshit on the ad? I'm like, they're selling like like fucking sex dolls and like cock rings. I'm like, what the fuck? And it's like two bucks. Yeah, it's a deal. (laughs) Uh, try to find try to find a two dollars uh japanese sex doll or whatever in the u.s it's not gonna happen yeah dude i forget the point but i ordered something off amazon and it said like three to four days because it was like it was a big product and so ah fuck dude it's not gonna be here till fucking monday i needed it by friday Mm-hmm. I forget who I mentioned it to. They're like, dude, there's a fucking hurricane in Florida and you're fucking worried about this piece of shit. And I'm like, perspective. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because, you know, sometimes we're over here in fucking Southern Cali, 75 degrees in December. I'm over here like, oh, man, I need this shit. Yeah, uh, yeah man. That's true. We don't see, if we don't see it, it's out of sight, out of mind, you know? Yeah. Well, it's funny, but I, uh, I think uh, we're talking about complaining. Dude. I think, uh, like, us as brown people, sometimes we, we, we complain a little differently, you know? Sometimes it's, it's, it's not so much like, oh, this shit went wrong. It's more like, ah, 
Like, I don't need that shit. Like, yeah. we're like, we're too good for it sometimes, you know? Uh, and uh, personally, what I've tried to do lately is make make it funny. When shit, when shit hits the fan, I see the humor in it. Like, I, um, I think the listeners know, um, I co-parent, right? So mm-hmm. with everything going on, you know, I'm essential but illegal. Uh, child support said doesn't matter like your payments are still due this day to this day because your child still needs all this you know and which is true which is true and i've been making the payments and all that good stuff and i know yeah. other people have been making the payments but i was just like dude the world's ending and the, like i don't give a fuck like you're gonna pay us like first and 15th you know and i was just like there's humor in that you know like everybody else like fucking mortgages are like yo dude take a month off you know you we know you're not working but, you, you know, I'm surprised they eased up on fucking student loan payments. Yeah, see, they, they're everybody except this shit, which I mean, I, I'm not, I don't mind because she is my daughter, right? I got it. Uh-huh. Everybody should be responsible for their own uh, offspring. But uh, it was just humorous. <laughs> like, I got the letter. I was thinking, like, I know. I know they don't give a fuck. And I read it, like, due to whatever, whatever, we will work with the payment plan. But the amount XXX is still due by X date. The amount XXX is still due by this day. Uh, there will be repercussions if you don't pay. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? Like, so no type of fucking No, dude. I was like, dude, this is great. This is great. But then the thing is, if I like screenshot that or take a picture and share it, people are like, oh, this piece of shit doesn't want to pay. So I start, you got to pick your battles. Mm. So I know the people listening to this will be like, yeah, dude, I know he's trying to be a good dad. So I'm sure he's not complaining about the fact that he has to do it. What but, agency sends you that paperwork? Is it the uh, like child welfare and all that shit? Yeah, let me. I was gonna say it's a CDC because I want to, but it's not because that's the uh, the pandemic one. But it's something similar to that, like the CCD or the DCC Department DCFS? of Child. Is it? It's not DCFS, right? Because that's for DCFS. No, it's not. I just threw out their card yesterday too because even I was like, dude, I know how much I got to pay. I know what's due. Like you don't need to. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, you don't need to say. This depressing as shit, you motherfuckers. <laughs> they probably send you a list of resources and shit, and it's like, well, your payment's still due on this day, so go start a fucking, go to the 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 the, the wish page, order that fucking <laughs> ring, and go start a fucking OnlyFans page. Only fans, dude, that's crazy. Those bitches are making. I just don't know what that shit is, too. That's oh, fucking. Uh, I want to. I want to interview one of those those bitches, I, I, man. Like, dude, you should. I, I thought about it too, or or a porn star. I thought I thought about a porn star, and I always said, like, dude, with Zoom, that that'd be cool because they're gonna be on their side. I'm not no creep, but you know, that'd just be weird. Like, hey, you do porn? What's up? You know, like this. At least they'd have the privacy of their own home. I, f- I honestly thought about that they, over the weekend. They're not shy, shy about it. Um, oh no, Riley Reed. I listened to her episode with um, Eric Weinstein mm-hmm. on the Portal. He has a great podcast, and she goes by her real name on there. Like, she's an educated woman. I'm like, oh no wonder she's making a killing. Like, she's a really smart lady that does porn you know she's not a porn actress she's a fucking mm-hmm. entrepreneur at least her i can't speak on all of them but just her no some of them are just fucking crazy yeah but <laughs> like, we used to have one that was a regular at a bar that i worked at um that would come in all the time and crazy. it's just fucking nuts man yeah know? that there's a reason why they're fucking getting filmed for you know for yeah cash. Uh, and I, I worked at a strip club too before oh, cool it was a uh, not a good experience oh shoot uh, but you know, it's, it's, it's real funny though. Cause I got a, I got a good story about that because, um, like, you know, like, like, uh, uh, like I, I think I mentioned a few times already, I work with kids. Right. And so I believe it was like 2007, 2008, 
you know, I just started working in after school programs. Before that, I was doing a little coaching with wrestling and everything. Um, so I just started working in an after school program. I was working actually in the district where I grew up in a Mountain View school district, right? They had me going all over the place. Uh, fucking, I think I was a, a Baker elementary, uh, the, the most consistently, uh, at the same time though, you know, it doesn't pay enough. Right. So at that time I was, I was working at strip club and, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was kind of funny, you know, the two dynamics because, uh, you, you'd go and work with strippers at night and then go work with fucking kids in, in, in the afternoon. Right. And there was this one little shitty kid, man. And I hate to say it, you know, cause I, I try my best to, to have as much patience as I can with all the kids. Um, but at that point I was, I was fresh. I was new and I'm like, fuck this kid, man. He's just, he's a jerk, you know? And, 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 uh, I remember I was going to talk to his mom that, uh, one day and, uh, I see this lady come up, right. And she looks familiar, right. It's kind of one of those things where you look each other in the eye and you're like, where the fuck do I know you from? Right. Cause I started going through my head. I'm like, no, you didn't go to, you didn't go to high school with me. You didn't work at like a fucking, like, uh, uh, another another school or anything with me or anything like that. I start coming closer. I'm like, that's oh, one of the fucking strippers from the goddamn strip club. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> so it was just kind of ironic that the little asshole kid, you know, his mom was a yeah. fucking stripper, and that, that makes sense so yeah. much. It all adds you know? up. Yeah, but you know what? I'm like, fuck, man. If that kid ever acted up again, I would have been like, you know what? Fuck you, man. Because I seen your mom's kid. <laughs> No, you know, that'd be one of the most fucked up things to say, but... No, uh, but you could, you could see why um, certain people act a certain way. Like, grandma's raising that kid, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I've seen a lot of that. You know, that's, that's like the not-so-fun part, you know? But then you think about it, too, and it's like, look, uh, most of us in the field grew up in some sort of fucked-up environment, too, you know? And that's what breeds, yeah, yeah, true, true. And I think... Uh, through struggle, you develop character, you develop, you develop resilience as well, you know? Um, if everything were fucking easy to begin with, I don't think I'd have the same, uh, you know, confidence, the same uh, just fucking attitude overall. Perspective. You know, I think, yeah, same I, perspective. It's just, you have to struggle a little bit somewhere along the way. You can't have everything fucking handed to you because yeah. you're never going to learn a goddamn thing. Uh, and uh, you're you're saying you're you're pitching my show to my to my peoples um yeah that's what they like about this you know i've had people that didn't have an easy upbringing you know they share their fucking failures they share their they share their their hurt you know their turmoil and you know you come out stronger person at the end you come still a work in progress but we're all trying to be better right Mm -hmm. and so when we all have that some aspect of that you know that struggle be it financially, be it lost, be it um, weren't educated, be it tough, tough uh, neighborhood, you know, so people relate and they, they're intrigued by it. And those that can't relate, they love getting a look into our lives, you know, like, what the fuck you did? What? Like, your homie shot a kid at 15? Like, that's great, you know, because over there in the burbs, like there's none of that. So that it captivates them, you know, and mm-hmm. I feel like it makes for great storytelling because everybody has a story. And if your story is like, yeah, I came, I went to a four year school cause my parents paid for it. When I got out, I got handed this job. You know, nobody wants to hear that shit, mm-hmm. but everyone wants to hear that it's a beautiful struggle. And it's a little motivational when you hear people that like 
work two jobs to pay for school. Fucking I would, no, go ahead. Uh-huh. No, go ahead. I wonder if those uh, people that have had the shit handed to them, I wonder if they ever get like that Siddhartha fucking complex, you know, where they're like, fuck, I have to go give up everything and fucking start, you know, start, start with shit, you yeah. know, a fucking bowl and, a, and the clothes on, on, on my sack, you know? Because, yeah, I mean, it, it, it doesn't have to be an impossible story, you know, but a little, a little fucking heartbreak here and there makes for a better story. And unfortunately, it sucks while it's happening. But after the fact, I think we're, you know, you survive, you're sharing your story. So people kind of like appreciate that, like, damn. And you, we could all relate, you know, when you hear somebody fucking not giving up on their dream, keep doing what they're doing and just head down and hustle. You, you know, you kind of relate to that and just say, okay, I'm going I'm to I'm try. I'm going to do my best because this guy's not quitting. This guy's not giving up. And I mean, to me, I, I enjoy those stories. I, not purposely, but I, a lot of those stories end up being told on here because everybody opens up, you know, they, they want to share their story. They want people to know like, Hey, look at me. I'm a piece of shit. I always say I'm a piece of shit. So, you know, I like, look, I'm, I'm not perfect either, but you know, we're, we're doing our best. Yeah. No, I mean, that's humility. You know, you gotta, you gotta learn to be humble at some point. You know, I, uh, I always relate everything back to, you know, I, I love the sport of wrestling. You know, I did that. Uh, all throughout high school, you know, did it a, a couple years at Rio Hondo College. And I think uh, one of the reasons I enjoyed it so much is because I wasn't a fucking natural. You know, I think there's certain things uh, in regards to talent and hard work where you appreciate the hard work more than the talent. Because I'll put it this way, look, um, musically, I think I'm gifted. You know, I think I'm, I'm talented. I could fucking pick up an instrument and, and uh, learn, learn it, you know, at least the basics probably in a day or less, right? I am the greatest karaoke singer on earth. I challenge anybody to tell me I'm not. And all of that shit just kind of, it feels like it comes naturally and it's talent, you know? Never had to work at it. But I also think that's why I never realized any any sort of like full potential, uh, like musically, right? I just kind of take it for granted where it's like, ah, I'm a pretty good, you know, fucking uh, drummer, I'm a good singer, you know, I'm okay at guitar. You know, I could put together a song. I don't, I don't know if you listened to that little uh, track I had uh, for the podcast intro, but that was, like I said, that was a song I recorded 16 years ago. Where, where did you post it? Uh, it's in the video um, on the podcast page. Um, it's it's the only video I have up on there. It okay, says you when, know, I, when I like the page, there was nothing on there. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I just posted it uh, like pr- pr- pretty fucking late, man. I'm telling you, I wasn't, okay. being, I wasn't able to sleep. But if you look at it again. This is there. Yeah, and it's it's uh this it's a pretty much the title track of of the uh the podcast, you know, Ignorance of Strength, right? Um that's the name of the song. I recorded that shit 16 years ago, right? I didn't have any nobody taught me how to play guitar, nobody taught me how to play on a fucking drum set, you know. Um I just happened to be able to record it. Um that's something I'll get into uh in one of the episodes with uh my buddy Whitey, uh, aka Alfred. He's gonna be one on one of the episodes as well. We're gonna talk a little bit about some of the music we put together, but that was just all talent, man. It was like n- no work for it. If I, I can't imagine if I put in the actual hard work and the discipline where I could have been. Right. But going back to something like wrestling, I was not a natural, you know, I fucking hate any sort of cardio. Wrestling is all cardio. You know, you wrestle for fucking what? 30 seconds. It's like running a goddamn mile, you know, it's just, you exert so much energy. And so I think the reason why it, uh, it stuck with me so much is because I had to work very hard at it. 
you know, I got tossed in there into varsity at freshman year. Uh, you know, I won my, uh, won my first match. Luckily, I was like, yeah, I'm not, got a little bit cocky there, but then I got my ass handed to me for, for like eight or nine matches in a row, maybe picked up another win somewhere, but that was it, you know. Um, but I knew I wanted to keep, keep going. So that offseason, uh, once high school season ended, uh, Real Hondo College had an open wrestling room um, every like Monday and Wednesday from like 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., right? I would run from fucking Mountain View all the way to Real Hondo College, go get beat up by the college guys, and run back home, right? Nice. And that was every fucking, you know, Monday and Wednesday night when I didn't have to go, right? Uh, they had like summer league at a, at a Royal, you know, again, trying to get out there with the best fucking uh, people around that that could beat you up. You know, you have to get beat up in order to get better. You know, so I did see a bit of a significant change coming in sophomore year. I remember, you know, it was a little more even, probably about like 15 and 15 or something like that, which was okay. But, you know, I, I it wasn't great. It was, it was still kind of like, well, I have work to do. You know, started kind of hitting my groove a little bit. You know, uh, junior year kept the same fucking thing up. You know, practice on off season, do it year round, work at it, work at it, you know. And then I remember my senior year was, was pretty good. You know, I, I probably could have gone pretty far if it hadn't been for all the fucking injuries and everything and, you know, just bad, bad luck of the, of the draw and the CIF tournament and whatnot. Um, but, you know, I think I, I started off with like a 20 and 0 record almost. So I finally nice. lost. And then I ended up with like a 40 something and nine, which was pretty good, yeah, you know? That's great. But you learn to appreciate something like that a lot more because you put in the fucking hard work. If I was just naturally gifted at it, I don't think I would have been as passionate about it, you know. And I think if there's anything that taught me uh, uh, the most lessons at an at an early age, other than you know a fucking uh, kind of shitty upbringing, it was it was that that sport kind of learning to harness um, all the bullshit going on in your head and and putting it towards something productive. And um, that's you know that's that's one of the big differences between talent and discipline. I always, I always kind of tout that when I talk to, to people, you know, especially kids who are like, you know, Oh, I wish I could do this. I wish, I wish I could do that. No, you could. It's got to work a little harder. You know, anybody could do anything they want to do. You just got to work a little harder at it. I mean, and hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And yeah. I mean, dude, it's, you said it's so great. You know, like I, I, I'm big MMA fan, right? So I, I watch a lot of these fights, watch a lot of the training camps. And some of the best coaches, they have a great fighter that's a striker, right? And this guy comes in and just wants to strike, box, kickbox for like six, seven hours. And they're like, no, today you're grappling, you're doing jiu-jitsu. And they're like, we did that yesterday. Like, yeah, we're going to do that again today. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no. And they say the guys that get better are the guys that just do it. Because you guys, you'll get guys, you know, they're, they're divas pretty much. They're like, mm, I don't really, I want to work on, you know, this fucking counterpunch or some shit. He goes, but the guys that get better are the guys that work on the things they're not great at. Because you're already a great striker. Why are you striking for? Like, you're, you can't get that much better. Like, yeah, you should work on that as well. Mm-hmm. You need more help on the ground. So you need to grapple, train jiu-jitsu, do some wrestling, you know, just because that's where you need to work. Like, it's not your favorite and you suck at it. So that's where you're going to get good. I think you see that with, uh, you look at fighters like as early as like Chuck Liddell, or if you look at like, you know, Dan Henderson and uh, Daniel Cormier, you know, can't fucking tell they're wrestlers. Right? Yeah. I mean, 
watch them fight, you're like, where's the wrestling? Yeah. You know, um, to, sometimes it works to people's detriment. You look, you look at somebody like fucking Josh Koscheck and, you know, yeah. he always just tries to land that right hand and that's all he goes, go, that's all he goes to, you know, but for, for some guys that, that probably, you know, worked super hard at it and, you know, maybe didn't train as much wrestling and, and, and focus a little more on striking, like, is it like, like a Chuck Liddell, like a Henderson, like a Cormier, you know, it, 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 it shows, you know, you have to kind of relearn it. And that's not, it's not easy to go from wrestler mentality to striker mentality. You know, I don't I have any sort of significant MMA experience or anything like that. I kind of dabbled in it, in it a little bit in like 2007 in the local fucking uh, Ring of Fire. Uh, it was just pretty cool. Did you ever hear about that? Yeah, yeah. In Monrovia? Yeah. Fucking great, man. It was, it was cool to, to have some, you know, uh, like an underground type of thing like that in, in the area, you know? Um, and uh, I'm talking about when they had it in their warehouse. Like, they hadn't even had – it wasn't even sanctioned at that point, you know? I think later on they started having it, like, in high school gyms and whatnot. But uh, it was pretty fucking cool to have it, like, in, in the warehouse. They, I think they made a documentary. Yeah, they did. They made a documentary about it years ago, and it's still on YouTube. It's called Inside okay. the Ring of Fire. Inside, I'll, I'll legit will watch that tonight because I am – like, all that stuff, you know, I was just talking to my dad about it uh, recently. The the fight that introduced me to MMA, you know, the the Ultimate Fighter season one finale. Like, I had heard about the UFC. Some of my friends talked about it here and there, but I just kind of, you know, a boxing fan at heart. I just kind of never really gave it time of day. I would watch a few fights here and there, but nobody really had the pay per views back then. They were like sixty bucks, and it was like people I didn't know. You get me? So I was just like, if they had it on, I'd watch it. But I remember a couple of my friends like we we're supposed to go do something. We were juniors in high school, and I remember like we canceled. Because they canceled because they're gonna watch the the finale, which is on a Thursday, and so I was like, "Fuck it!" Like, I guess I'll watch it. And dude, that that fight, you know, I still I showed it to my dad just because like this is this is what introduced me to the sport. Like, sixteen, mm-hmm. seventeen year old, like, what the fuck is this? You know, it was just so fucking wild. And uh, Big George. Uh, shout out to Big George, one of uh, my compadre, uh, Israel uh, Flores. Yeah. I, I went with him to a, a backyard somewhere, I think in La Puente. And he had an MMA match, you know, obviously not sanctioned. It was in a backyard somewhere. <laughs> they had mats and everything. There was like 40 fights. And I remember watching oh, him shit. fight. He, yeah, oh, yeah, he won. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. Like it was a Saturday afternoon. And I was just like, so all that shit was pretty cool. You, you know, I mean, I never did it myself. But... I would be my compadre Israel's guinea pig. Like he would go to Team Flores with George, and we'd go to Mountview. And remember that by the by the football post, there was like that black thing right there. I don't know what it was on the floor. It looked like we used that as like our wrestling thing. So he would fucking choke me out and shit right there. It, it was like for track or something. I right? think so. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like we that was our ring. So he would just like, oh, there's a new move I learned, and he just used it on me, and I was like, fuck. So I, I had to learn some, um, I didn't really learn much, right? But he would, his little combinations, I would hold the the, the mats for him, the pads. And mm-hmm. uh, so that that was fun to me, you know, because then we would do sick-ass cardio workouts. I, I enjoyed cardio, just not, like I said, not because I was good, but it was just, I had the stamina for it. And we would do like those, what are they called? The firefighters where you would carry each other like 50 yards and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it was just, yeah. people would look at it like, what the fuck are these weirdos doing? And I just enjoyed it because it was, such a good workout at the time, you know, fucking 12 years ago, 13 years ago. The fucking warrior spirit, man. We all have it like kind of buried in there, you know? 
And so I kind of hate like how sometimes we live in this fucking femi-man nation where all, everybody's, you know, like, oh no, toxic masculinity. All yeah. I hate that. Like, you know, fuck, let a boy be a boy. Let a man be a man. You know, like, uh, yeah. it's like that Rocky quote, like, you know, you're like, don't, talk, don't stop telling me to be a man or whatever the fuck the quote is. There's like a meme out there of it. You can't it's, tell me to stop being a man, something like that. And, and, like, it, and it's true, but people don't want to hear the truth. It's, it's in our DNA, man. Like fucking hundreds of thousands of years of ev- evolution. And then they just want to like, no, nah, that's, that's not right. That's not PC. And I mean, I'm all about respecting people's thing. You know, if you want to be transgender, be transgender. But sometimes they don't even get offended. You know, like uh, that's one thing that I, I was dying of laughter last night was when um, the Tiger King, episode eight, when it's on, how did you feel about, they kept calling you, they kept Sound calling you. Yeah. And she's like, I don't even care. I think more people were offended for me. And then that's the thing. Like these people don't get offended. It's the people that want to be like, uh, what do they call them? Virtue kings. Yeah. Or yeah, that other yeah. phrase. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, no, no, you can't call them that. You got to call them this. And it's like, dude, they, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. When I, I know exactly what scene you're talking about. When I watch that, I'm like, fucking good answer. Like, I yeah. just have a good <laughs> yeah. answer. You know, because it's like, uh, I think that's where, where we have issues with understanding sometimes where it's like, well, fuck, I made a legitimate mistake. Sorry. I don't know every fucking, you know, pronoun, uh, pronoun uh, gender in the book. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like anything personal. You know, Out of, people yeah. no automatically want to go on the attack you know and again not the people that are you know subject to it but it's more so the people that are like bystanders were like you can't say that you know you got to call them by their proper this and that and it's like well fuck if i knew i would yeah and what each one prefers a different and that's the thing i'm all about like if you know that person and you know that let's say it's a she and she refers as a she call her a she dude it's not that big of a deal Mm -hmm. but now if you're doing it to be a dick and just call him the wrong thing that's kind of fucked up too that's where i'm like okay dude that's fucked up because you're you're doing it out of spite or you're doing it out of trying to get a reaction you know but if it's just an honest mistake you're like i didn't know i apologize and then people are like no that's not good enough like you know the whole the cancel you know like, delete mm-hmm. their twitter delete the like dude is that all necessary like so people fuck up they say the wrong thing sometimes it's out of context sometimes mm-hmm. There's no bad intent. It's just, it's legit the way some people were raised. Like I say wetback all the time because I am a mm-hmm. wetback and people get offended for me. Like you can't say that. And I'm like, if anybody can say it, it's me. It's <laughs> and I'm choosing. It, yeah. yeah. I'm choosing to because, and I say it all the time to me, it's just a word. If mm-hmm. somebody calls me a wetback, I, I will not be offended because it's a word. And I am yeah, that word. Did, did yeah. And I am that word. Here? So, so it's cool. <laughs> so like if they're calling me out of like anger, then it's probably because that's all they can do. You know, they're trying to use words to hurt me. And if they hurt me with words, like what a fucking pussy I am. Right. Mm. And so when I post like, Oh fuck dude, the fucking, they, they don't want wetbacks like me here. They're like, well, you can't use that word. I'm like, yes, I can. And I will. But I mean, some people would take offense, you know, if they were to be called that. I mean, to mm-hmm. each their own. Well, it's because that anonymity is a fucking motherfucker. You know, people, like I said, it's not the ones that are, that are subject to it. So ones that are watching, you know, because they're fucking anonymous and behind a, a screen or a phone or whatever, they, they feel compelled to fucking, you know, be the Captain Sabaho at that point, you know? Yeah. And it's... I haven't heard that in a while. Oh, man, that was, that was, <laughs> that the, was the security good. term. That was oh, a yeah? bouncer term right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When, <laughs> when you go and you do too much because, uh, you know, it's not necessary. You just kind of want to jump in and fucking, uh, like, you want to extinguish every single potential... 
uh, issue before it becomes an issue, you know? It's like there's fucking Captain Sabaho again trying to do too much, you know? We had a few of those, you know, and those, those, those guys usually didn't last too long. That, that's, yeah, in any occupation, you could always tell when people do the, like we said earlier, people do the extra. It's, it's uh, I mean, everybody has their own persona- personality, right? It's, it comes out yeah. in different ways. You could see they have the, the hero complex. Mm-hmm. I, I, the, the, like the bad guy, the heel. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I embrace that. I love it. I love that shit. You know, sometimes uh, I think I mentioned it at the end of uh, when I would do all those fucking rants and shit. I'd be like, sometimes I just threw shit out there to see how people would fucking react to it. If they would react to it. You know, I would take a completely fucking different stance than I actually have to play devil's advocate and just uh, write something completely fucking stupid. And, and uh, let me see if somebody's just being a fucking sickle fat and they're like, yeah, you're right, you're right. Or if they actually kind of pause and be like, wait a minute, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't you know agree I mean? with you. And that's, to me, that's one of the best things when my friends call me out on my bullshit. Because I, I always said it, like, don't worry about me ever getting a head too big because my friends keep me humble. Some of my best friends don't listen to this show. Like, why the fuck would I want to listen to you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's more humbling than that? I want to hear three hours of your bullshit. So a lot of my friends do, but some of my best friends don't. And I do. I will not I tell them. Come on, it's like fuck that. Like, who wants to hear me? I'm like, dude. People have asked about you coming on. They're like, tell them fuck off. I'm like, you gotta, okay. you gotta really record them, man. That's that's ambush them. You know, that's actually that's a, a um. But I'm gonna. It's a technique I'm gonna start using. If somebody don't want to be on, I'm gonna fucking ambush them. I'm gonna put the phone up to my goddamn condenser mic because it picks up good sound, yeah. right? Even off the phone, I tested it. And I'm going to just fucking ambush them. And they're not even going to know they're on it. And I'm going to be like, hey, guess what? You just did a fucking episode of a podcast. Yeah, and dude, honestly, for the, for the quarantine, I, I sincerely meant it. I never thought I'd do a, a, an episode like this. And this is the third one. Mm-hmm. I always said it was going to be face-to-face. And I'm like, dude, this, there's so many people that I haven't hit up and that follow me or the podcast page where I'm like, they're out of state. This will not work, you know? And now I'm like, dude, this is fucking perfect. I could hear you probably better than what I could if you were in front of me through the mic, right? And right. like the audio quality on the previous episodes has been great because it's all here and it's all there. We're not moving around. There's no background noise. There's no nothing. You said there was a fan there. I couldn't even hear anything. So this good. is this is gonna be out of the quarantine, something good's gonna pop out. Yeah, and you know I might uh I might try these things out. I mean I guess I use Zoom for trainings and staff meetings and all that stuff. But uh this is the first time I try out having this little fucking lighting rig and, you know, I have like a little boom mic on it and everything. So I got all the gadgets and gadgets and shit. So I want to, I want to play with them a little bit. That's, that's great, man. I think you're going to do great. Um, I don't know how long we've been going. Do you want to keep going or do you want to? We, we, we got it, man. You got to You got to go watch that ring of fire. No, yeah. I'm going to watch that, but no, I, I just feel like, cause there's going to be a lot of episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not even at an hour and a half. I don't think, but I just, I'm going to try to, keep most of them at least the solo ones like uh, this not solo but like one-on-ones to less than two hours because i don't want to hit them with too much content where they don't listen and then that defeats the whole purpose of having so many episodes because i I think like yeah fucking 45 minutes to an hour is like perfect yeah i i've done personally um i think i found like my little niche where Mm -hmm. people like the long-form conversations average is like two hours and 10 minutes or so like that for mine i've done episodes as short as 45 minutes but most of them are like about two and a half. The longest two have been four hours and five minutes and four hours and 15 minutes. So, I mean, depends on conversation. This is going great. 
but I just don't, I don't know. I, we didn't talk about it beforehand, how long you want it to be on. It, it doesn't matter, man. Like if you had any other questions you wanted to ask me, I'm, I'm all for it. I'll fucking shotgun them right now. Or if not, I'll jump on uh, one of the other things another day. No, I, I, I'd love to hear more about your, your show, what you have planned. I know what you mentioned about the gas, you know, start off. With, I don't like what you said about how you said soft ones. That's not soft. That's just smart. You're, you're, you're going because you're getting a feel for it. You're getting a feel for, okay, this is the type of people I'm going to have on. And so I forgot how you worded it, but. Safe. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's not safe episode. That's, that's where you start. I did the same thing. I had my compadre, Big George, and my friend, George Hernandez. After that was like the first seven were all my like close friends. And then I started yeah. branching out to people acquaintances and then was like people yeah. that i that i heard through the show so, like, so i guess to, to reword it right this is the fucking warm-up where you're just you know you're you're doing the bench with no fucking weights on it you're just positioning okay. the bar getting yeah. your reps in okay okay see. Yeah. so i guess yeah safe in a way you know that bar is not going to kill you but uh i also think uh it'll give me a, 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 a an opportunity to establish my rhythm you know, I, I have plenty of content that I can pull out of them that they're kind of stiff, you know, because I think a lot of people, I, I don't know if, if you experienced it or not, but I anticipate that a lot of people will kind of like uh, freeze up a little bit, yeah. you know? And, and so I didn't even do it with you. Well, we kind of did. We did it like before we started recording the other previous, you know, kind of just what I do in person is let them know, hey, I don't edit. I don't. What is it? It's unedited, uncensored, unfiltered. So you can say whatever the fuck you want, but there will be no editing. So once we start, it's a go. So if you want to do yeah, like a quick little two minutes of practice, you know, just so you feel, because everybody's in person, you got to be here. That's why I haven't moved back or anything, because the audio will come and go. And people do this once they, so where are you going to be? They're like, I'm right here. Like, you, you don't got to be all up on it, but you got to be close enough so it gets everything. And people do tense up. So I'll just be like, just get comfortable. That's why most of the time we'll have a beer or two because people will be like, oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. And then you get them and then they're sweating and then they're nervous and they're like checking their phone. And they're like, dude, I, do you have napkins? Like, I've never done this before. And I was like, dude, chill, chill. Like, people are going to listen to it, but you're not going to say anything bad. You're not going to say anything stupid. If you say anything stupid, we'll run with it. We'll make it fun. Yeah. Just kind of let them know what they're getting into. And it's, to me, it's funny because I, I feel the same way, right? Like before this, I was like, okay. Nine o'clock, it was like 8.40. I was like, I got to get my laptops out, get everything set up. And, you know, your, your heart, even me, I, I, I feel like, oh, fuck. Don't say anything stupid. You know, think before you speak. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, no, that, and I do that, where I just, you sound silly, where you're just like, at least myself, where I'm like, oh, uh, I, I don't word it, because I start trying to speak before I, I've thought it out. Yeah, you, you think too fast for your words, yeah. Yeah, and so it's just something that happens, but. Uh, I let them know, dude, have some fun, have some fun. This is what we're trying to do. Have some fun. It's, it's really cool. It's one of my favorite things to do. I wish I had more time for it. And right now I do. That's why I'm doing two episodes a week. It's, uh, I don't know. What, what, what can I let the people know, you know, get it out there, talk to everybody about it. I don't throw it on people, but you know, it comes up in conversation because coworkers, a lot of my coworkers didn't know I had it for such a long time. And then one Were time about that, like telling them like, Hey, I got this shit or you, no, I didn't tell anybody. I, I started doing it. The only thing I did was around last year in January, I decided, like I said, fuck enough talking about, it, I'm just going to do it. Kind of what you did. Right. Just, just do it. Just so straight. Like, no lube, man. Just fucking yeah. raw. 
I, I, I bought that's a domain, started a website, got on Libsyn, bought the equipment, and then I just hit the people that I want to have on, like the safe people, right? Like other, mm-hmm. these are the people I want to start off. It's going to be great, but I want to get you guys on because it's not outside my comfort zone kind of thing. You know, just kind of let's do it. And it's, I'll be at ease with them, you know? And so I just kind of started telling Facebook and Instagram. I made my Instagram, Facebook pages, and then just started kind of like putting it out there. Hey, I'm going to record this day with this person. And people are like, oh, shit, like, what is this? Because, you know, even though people, you have Facebook friends or whatever, there's a lot of them that will not see your post. And then come June, you're going to post an episode. Be like, what the hell? You have a podcast? I don't even know. And you're like, that's all I've been posting for the last four months, you know, but they don't get on all the time or the algorithm doesn't show them. And so you got to constantly put different things out there, different times mm-hmm. on the weekends, you know, just try different things. And back to the work, I was, I'm not going to tell these people. I'm not going to tell these people. I'm not going to tell these people. And so then when I would give, um, you know, go grab some lunch or something, I never turn off my Bluetooth. It's just on. So when I get in my car, the Bluetooth starts and it's the Joe Rogan podcast. Like, you listen to this shit? I'm like, I drive too much. I don't like listening to music because then my heavy metal mood, now I want to listen to corridos. Now with the podcast, I get stuck in that conversation. I'm like, dude. Mm-hmm. And then a week or two goes by. And then like, dude, you know what I was thinking? You make a great podcast. Like you, you know a little bit about everything. You don't talk bad about people. Like you know how to like phrase things so that people don't get offended. Even when you're telling them, cause I was like a supervisor. Like even when you're telling people how to do things, like you don't disrespect them and everybody likes you. And I was like, trip out on this. I'm going to send you something. So I'll send them a link to the YouTube channel or to like my Instagram page, whatever was more convenient. And I'm like, that's you? And I'm like, yeah. And it, you know, it was just kind of like, ah, what's the word I'm looking for? It was more organic. Yeah. Because I wasn't like pushing it on them. Cause like my friends on Facebook, they already know me, you know, they've seen the whole struggle that I was talking to you about. They've seen like, Hey, this is what I'm gonna do. This is my next project. Hey, I'm launching this date. Hey, I'm at this place recording with this person, but this person doesn't see all of that. So when they kind of bring, they talk about it or whatever, I show them that. They're like, dude, this is fucking awesome. They subscribe. A lot of them listen to it now. You know, a lot of them have left that job and they still keep in touch through the podcast because they listen to it. Be like, yo, dude, this episode, whatever, whatever. Some of them are doing the 20 challenges. The 20, not all of them, but some of the challenges. They'll be like, dude, I, I'm going to do the water one. You know, like we've been talking about drinking water because I cut down soda for this year and we would grab a soda every time we went to 7-Eleven, you know, chug, 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 fill it up and let's go, you know big gulp like twice a day and so like dude you really left soda i'm like dude i think today's like 115 days of no soda 105 days i hate to keep stacking it on you man you know how many days years i did without soda i did eight years wow Uh, are you still current on that no 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 i mean because uh it was really weird how it kind of came about too like i guess uh started wrestling was trying to lose a lot of weight for it at the beginning and uh, i cut out everything fucking you know uh, fast food junk food soda and everything else came back you know <laughs> the junk food and the fast food and everything but the soda i'm just like i don't need this shit you yeah. know and actually it, it really helped you know like yeah i noticed I think- a change right away like cheeks i mean i i, I was cutting down just because i knew like the month of december i was yeah. like okay i'm gonna do one every other day well, I started off with, I'm going to do one a day. And then I was just kind of like, all right, I'm going to do one with dinner. I'm not going to do it with lunch. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to do it every other day. And then I was like, only on the weekends. So by the time the month ended, because I knew I was going to, like, I, I can't drink soda, right? I can't drink soda. 
So like, I don't want to be drinking soda every day and then still a habit. So like after the second week, I was like, dude, I don't even miss it. Like all I drink is coffee and tea and water, no sugar, just, just black or brown on the, on the tea. But it's, it's crazy. Cause a year ago, I know there was like with my lunch, big gulp dinner, double gulp, you know? So these little changes that people see, like they see it in real time. Like they're, they're looking at my posts and shit. Uh, they always see me with this. I take this everywhere. 25 ounces. I fill it up five. I'm doing a hundred. You know that, that double gulp is a fucking two liter, man. The double, the double gulp? At least a two liter, isn't it? Is yeah, it? it's a two liter. You sure? No, no, no. Because the big gulp is a, a fucking two liter, man. The big gulp is a 32 ounce. I think the double gulp is. 64 ounces. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a fucking two liter. Yeah, man. Dude. And I mean, I'm not proud of it, right? But that was what, that was my norm. That was my. Let's go grab some food. Let's go grab some tacos. And, you know, a lot of times we saw that little ass 12 ounce can. So we just stopped by and grab a, grab a double gulp and then go get our food. And now I'm like, fuck, dude, I used to put all that. I still put a lot of bad shit in my body, right? Processed foods and fucking um, frozen, frozen dinners, hot pockets. But it's like cutting down a little bit and a little bit goes a long way. You got to get on this uh, fucking... This quarantine cooking fucking kick, man. I've, I've been, been doing it. Badass stuff. I've seen. I've seen. Mm. I've been doing it too. On certain, but it's just like, fuck. Every meal, you know? So, I mean, I cut down a lot. Cut down a lot. It, it's opened my eyes. Just the water and the soda alone is like pretty much life-changing. Because I, I used to drink three coffees and like two teas and then a soda or two a day which is crazy <laughs> amount of caffeine. And now during the quarantine, I pretty much down to one coffee, maybe one tea every other day, one coffee a day. That's just the norm for me. Like I don't even really get a kick out of it, like a caffeine boost, but I just enjoy the flavor. Like it's dark. I'm having one at 9 p.m. and I'll be cool. What time is it? It's not even nine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really weird how some people just, they cannot drink water. I, I've, I've found that so weird where they're like, oh, I just, it's disgusting. I can't drink it. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you know, I don't know where I developed this whole, like, just taste for water. I'm like, fuck, cold water is like the best thing in the world. Cold water is yeah. the best. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I can't drink uh, room temperature water, even the winter. No. I no. like, it has to be cold. And that's why I love, I love this thing. It holds the, 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 what's it called? The freshness, the fucking temperature very well. Like it's, I'll leave it sometimes. I go to bed and I wake up and it's still fucking cold and I don't put no ice or anything. It's just refrigerated water. But it's it's crazy seeing. You're gonna do great, man. I'm really looking forward to your show. I really am, like sincerely. Like I think you're gonna do great. I, I'm looking forward to it too, man. It's gonna like I said, I think I've already got the five first five episodes planned. I'll give you a quick synopsis of each one. So we're gonna do episode one, steroids. Episode two. Uh, we're gonna do a little bit about music, marijuana, and marriage. That's the music, the marijuana uh, and marriage. The three <laughs> that's, M's. That's the three M's. Yeah. Uh, episode three. Uh, we're gonna get a nurse's point of view of the pandemic. Beautiful. Also, I'm actually doing that too. That's great. That's great. Yeah. You know, he's actually he's oh, also ahead, ahead. he's also undocumented too. So he's gonna give oh, me. Nice. You know, uh, his, not nice. His, <laughs> but, it is what it is. I, no, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like through, through he'll get his voice right? out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's gonna give a, you know a little bit of his background and 
uh, his military experience and everything like that. Um, episode four, we're going to talk about uh, weight loss. Um, uh, I'm going to have a guest on that has lost over 100 pounds twice in his lifetime. Wow. And, you know, hopefully that'll get me to kickstart uh, a little something and uh, I'll be uh, less cheeseburger than man at that point. And then uh, I'm going to have a, a teacher friend of mine on uh, episode five. I'm going to talk about the school closures, but also he's going to go down some of these conspiracy theory rabbit holes. So nice. it should be fun. Nice. Dude, people love conspiracy theories. That's another episode or another podcast that's been announced a few times that they've mentioned that I should do. Because, you know, there's a few that have come out to be true. Operation Paperclip is the one I always mentioned. Fucking we got all the Nazi doctor, uh, not Nazi scientists over here. You know, um, he was a main head for NASA, and people were like, "Oh, that's a conspiracy!" Like that is true. Like that is well documented. The flat Earth, dude. There's just so many. Like you could pick and choose, but that's you're gonna do great. Just hearing those five, I can already tell them to listen. Hopefully, you you guys listening at home will tune in. But dude, I don't want to go on too long. Um, plug your show. Plug plug your page. Plug your show. Tell them where to find you on Instagram and Facebook. So, so on Facebook and Instagram, uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, backslash ignorance is strength podcast. All one, one phrase, no spaces, any of that stuff. Um, I haven't uh, done any other social media just yet. I think I'm trying to put together a YouTube. Um, but I mean, if you, if you connect to those two, and again, I'm a preface by saying I'm a, I'm a little bit social media stupid at this point, but I'm alert, you know, um, Right now, it's just the Facebook and the Instagram um, as I learn to navigate those. Uh, but again, that's uh, Ignorance is Strength podcast. And I'll give this page a shout out. And um, when his podcast is up, I'll, I'll let you guys know as well. I'll make sure to tag him so you, they could give it a listen. But uh, so it's not a self-help podcast, but it is um, a little tradition we have here. We call it uh, Words of Wisdom to wrap up the show. Anything you give the audience just to a little quick or long, doesn't matter however long you want to take uh, something to just end the show on a high note. I feel like I threw a lot of gems out there already, but I'm going to give you this short and sweet. All right. So the world is a diaper. Sure. You know, you could change it, but every now and then it's just going to be full of shit again. So you could either walk around being full of shit or you can continuously change it. And that's that. That was beautiful. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Okay. Thank you.